As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Carrie Lutz's Financial Survival Network, where you get valuable information you just can't find anywhere else. To thrive in today's trying times, you need the Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. Go to FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com and get your free newsletter and gift. Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. Welcome. You are listening to the Financial Survival Network. I'm Kerry Lutz. Well, markets uh, making a recovery is it just short-lived or uh, is the danger trade still on? Let's talk to our good friend, the Dutch master at carnivoretrading.com. Dutch, great to have you back on. So, Market, what's going on here? Hi, Kerry. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's um, we've got some real dicey uh, market conditions. Uh, we're still, a lot of patterns and a lot of stocks are still uh, in a downtrend. They have, are kind of bumping up against their 50-day moving averages from underneath, so they're trying to punch through and break out of that downtrend, but they haven't done it yet in a lot of cases. So you, we're, we're having to be very, very selective and find special situations. For example, maybe a stock that is breaking out above that 50-day that might have held it overnight and is a company that may be being added to a, an index or something. I mean, so you're really trying to find um, situations where there's some wind in the sails other than just the market conditions itself. Right. So let's talk about uh, a stock that uh, people love to hate nowadays, uh, Twitter. Is, sure. there a way, is there a way to play Twitter profitably here? You know, we haven't analyzed it, to be honest with you. Um, we we were not even close to that that situation. What we we think that you know, obviously, I all I know is that I think that Elon's going to buy it, but he's negotiating the hell out of the price. So you know, I think guys who are probably good with options might be able to figure out a way to do it. But we're we're just we're just steering clear, to be honest. All right. So he'll probably buy it, but just at a lower price, eh? 
I think I think he's gonna I think he's gonna beat him up pretty good. I think he knows he's overpaying. I think the market knows he's overpaying at the uh, at the print that he's uh, supposedly agreed to to a certain extent. He's telling there's telling us that there's way too many caveats out there for him to close this deal yet. So I think now it's not a matter of whether he'll buy it. It's a matter of what the pricing is going to be. The board obviously wants out of this thing. Um, I mean, it's amazing how it's amazing how fast they, uh, they've agreed to, uh, to, to be purchased. And I think part of it is they know they're, you know, they know they're kind of a garbage company that needs, needs to be fixed. So they need adults um, in charge, huh? <laughs> they need they need some adults in charge and and you know he's got some um he's got some ideas for this that are pretty brilliant that we've heard about um through the scuttlebutt and uh turning this thing into a platform uh along the lines that he's got in mind um could be pretty cool you know don't forget that Elon made his money in PayPal. And, um, and so when you kind of combine a platform where people can do a lot of different things other than just chat 136 digits or something, um, you know, he's, (laughs) I mean, he's buying, he's buying millions of accounts that he can offer things to people with. And I think that's pretty attractive to a guy like that. Yeah, I see it. Uh, He's going to just emulate all the other platforms and come up with his own. So you'll have a Twitter tube, you'll have Twitter search and he'll basically, you'll have Twitter book. And, yep. and so it'll all be on one platform, unlike uh, yep. the existing ones here. And uh, the Twitter tube and the Twitter search are going to be the biggest ones by far. Right. 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 This exactly. makes sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. I think, you know, He's not doing this without swinging for the fences, right? Yeah. So obviously, so he that guy plays big, big ball, not small ball. So and he thinks big, and uh, he's not afraid to take risks. And I mean, I guess at this point, he doesn't have to bet the farm like uh, he no. did with Tesla and SpaceX, as he said right. many times. At any time, those companies could have gone bankrupt <laughs> till they succeeded, right? Right. So, uh, your posture now, are you defensive or are you, uh, you going to play the rally? Um, well, I can tell you the numbers and that'll tell you the story. The, the numbers are, um, you know, we've got about, uh, let's see here, 60, 60% of our capital is defensive in inverse ETFs. So, 60% is playing the short side of the overall market. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other 40? But, you, you, you're not playing long on the well, other 40, are you? Well, that's that's six. That 60 though is, um, that 60% that is short is actually divided up equally into three areas. One is a, uh, a bond, a short bond. Okay. So it's not a short stock market. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that we think rates will continue to go up. The, and the other one is a volatility um, ETF. So that would be, you know, if if we, we, we feel like there may be some sort of an event uh, coming that will spike volatility. And if that happens, then we'll we'll make money there. But that's not a short that's market a, thing, although 
Although, although technically it's not a short market, it's technically a long volatility play. Yeah, volatility really is a function of uh, fear index, right? So it really is kind of going short, but you're going long. You're going long while going short. Yes, because it's an inverse. And then the other long that I'm going short with is the uh, just the standard SPXU, which is the uh, S&P 500 um, uh, inverse ETF. So that's the other third of of that of that group of 60 percent. So if that makes sense. We've got 60 percent divided into those three things, um, a a short bond, a uh long VIX and a short S&P 500. Um, Makes and total 20%, sense. 20%, 20% of the uh, portfolio is in straight cash. Mm. Uh, and then we have three long positions. Uh, two of them are in the EV space because, frankly, the electric vehicle space is showing us a lot of vibration right now. It's got some mojo, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, uh, the stocks there are, um, are, have been beaten to hell. Uh, some, some of them have be- been beaten down so much that it kind of falls into what our resident genius Trader Z likes to say, which is uh, if it's down 90% from its high, but they have cash on the balance sheet and they're not going bankrupt, then it could be a real nice play off the bottom. Um, you can make a lot of money off the bottom and stocks like that. So we've got two EVs in that space. One of them is Workhorse at about $2.90. And the other one is Mullen Technology, M-U-L-N. And that one is trading at about a buck sixty. We picked it up at a buck forty a couple of days ago, and it's uh, moving the right way. That one's being added to the Russell two thousand. Uh, they also just announced yesterday that they've got the the best battery in the market right now. They just surpassed uh, whoever was the best before. Can't keep track of this stuff, honestly. Like this battery. Yeah. Tech- so the ba- the yeah. yeah the battery technology we understand is going to switch hands. There's going to be a series of announcements about mine's better than yours over time, but um, theirs is the one for the day today. So that was <laughs> kind flavor, of a lucky stroke. The flavor of the month. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. There was nothing as mundane and boring as batteries for my entire right. life up until we started getting into EVs. You had lead-acid batteries for cars. You had alkaline batteries for, you know, little miscellaneous devices devices. and then you had lithium ion for computers and and phones and that was it right now there is a battery technology race taking place across the globe that is shocking because like i said the last major innovation in batteries was when edison came up with the alkaline battery like 80 years ago you know and nobody cared less about the damn things since then but now everything has changed and uh hey have you heard about the diamond uh diamond nuclear battery you know it's a thing will like last forever basically last forever charge one charge and that's it uh because it it kind of works on spent nuclear fuel but it's packetized yeah there's so many coming out can't keep track but that's just as an aside uh otherwise the broader market uh 
it's strong. Yeah, so so we've got thirty per, to finish off the portfolio breakdown. Thirty percent is really in in long stocks, and you know, uh, three long three different long stocks, and so uh, two of them are EVs. So so you know, twenty percent cash, thirty percent long, and um, you know, fifty sixty percent in the short short world. And I'd argue that your cash is actually a short. <laughs> You're actually mm -hmm. shorting because you can't find anything to put your money in. Um, do you use That's right. do, do you use leverage to ETFs at all? Uh, how does that work? Uh, yeah, I use I use a, I use three X. the The SPXU is a levered uh, ETF three three X leverage. The um, the volatility uh, ETF UVXY is a three X. Um, the bond is not leveraged. We're not leveraged on the bond one at all. Um, but yeah, I like the, th I like the leverage that way, mm. you know, I'm not deploying as much capital and I get a pretty big, you know, if I'm right, big I get a big uh, run. Yeah. Hey, yep. So what about, uh, uh, looking at the market, do you think the fed is going to pivot at some point? Uh, yes. and if you do, when, when is really the issue? I think, uh, somewhat sane people can agree on this topic that the, you can't just shut off the flow of printing money because then what's going to finance the world and the, the government for that matter. Right. Yeah. So we think that they're going to, you know, we listened very carefully to Powell last time and literally, you know, went over his statements and picked out the most important stuff. And the bottom line is they're going to hit this another 75 bips because they're not going to have the back-to-back -back CPI numbers that they want to have to stop raising rates. Uh, we think there's going to be a very hot CPI print again at the end of this month. Uh, might be 875, 850 to 9%, somewhere in there. So it's going to be a hot print, but that's looking back 30 days. The next print that comes is going to show something pretty shocking, and that is that the damage they've done has stopped everything cold in its tracks. And rather than do another 75 at that point, they're probably going to have, you know, trouble justifying doing even 50 <laughs> because that number is going to show that everybody stopped spending they crashed the market, which they know they crashed the stock market, the bond market, the emerging debt market, and the currency markets. Um, and this 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 next seventy five that they're going to pound on uh, on us is going to basically finish off the real estate market. Um, <laughs> the stupidity. Yeah. Well, what else can they do? Really, they have to pretend to well, fight inflation to save the dollar, right? Right. And, and, and the joke about this is that, you know, uh, in fact, we actually sent a thing out to all the carnivore trading uh, family yesterday. It was an old, old video of Milton Friedman back in the day talking about inflation. I know that. And one. I, got, I know that quote by heart. <laughs> isn't that great? Oh, it's I mean, the guy inflation is, so is always first and foremost a monetary phenomena. In other words, it comes from printing. He he basically boiled it down for all of us so simply and beautifully and said it cannot be the result of anything other than government policy because they're the only ones with the printing presses. Yeah, Bill, that was pre-Bitcoin, pre-cleptocurrency, obviously. Right. Uh, but right. 
that's the one thing. The only thing I can say really about Bitcoin, put aside whether it's whatever it is, is that they ain't making any more of it. It's like basically oceanfront realty, real estate. Right. There isn't going to be any more of it. And right. that to me is its greatest contribution. When you have like Ethereum and you just print the stuff up ad nauseum, um, right. it's, it's no longer a competing currency. It's a complementary currency, complementary right. to the U.S. dollar. That's why Bitcoin is a big threat. But if they want to shut it down, I've always uh, theorized that they can. I don't know yeah. of any other currency that's gotten the acceptance Crypto, I should say, it's not a currency. Crypto asset that's gotten the acceptance of Bitcoin that uh, that there's a fixed cap on the number that can be produced. There are others, but nobody's really talking about them. Don't just survive, thrive. The Financial Survival Network. Gold Terra Resource Corp. is a gold exploration company that has assembled a highly prospective district-scale land position on the doorstep of the city of Yellowknife in Canada's Northwest Territories. Gold Terra is currently focused on expanding and delineating gold resources at the company's Yellowknife City Gold Project with the goal of discovering over 5 million ounces. With ready access to infrastructure and multiple high-grade gold discoveries, Gold Terra is on track to re-establishing Yellowknife as one of the premier gold mining districts in Canada. Gold Terra trades as YGT in Toronto and YGTFF on the OTC. For more information, go to goldterracorp.com. That's goldterracorp.com. This is the Financial Survival Network, the information you need to thrive now more than ever. You know, look, we trade stocks, we don't trade currencies, and really we categorize crypto as a currency, but we do have opinions on it from time to time. And my most recent opinion is that the governments hate it, okay? They just hate it because they can't control it. Yeah. Um, they've done a pretty good job of trying to control it uh, from a standpoint of making the platforms report what you're doing so that they can tax you on it. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that I think my prediction, which might be crazy, is you know, they're going to outlaw this stuff. And they're going to say, look how it destroyed all this wealth. Look how you can't count on these platforms to be legit. They've frozen your money and they're all bad, bad, bad. Yes. They're very bad, bad, bad. So we're going to shut them all down because they're bad for you. And we know better uh, how to how you should live your life and what you should invest in. And what we're going to offer you is this wonderful thing called the U.S. Digital Freedom Coin. Fed coin. And yeah. right. you, can, you, you can run around with the Freedom Digital Coin that's uh, backed by the U.S. government. Um, and that one you can use. And that's the only one that's sort of legal. Well, they can control it. They can, it goes right down the path of track and trace. They can find out how much you have, mm -hmm. that what you're spending it on all the rest of that stuff that young people aren't worried about because they don't care about their privacy. But old guys like me say, I ain't touching that because I don't want them knowing what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, um, you know, that's really what it's about. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember the, uh, the joke that Winston Churchill made about the size of his member, but supposedly he was at the uh, bathroom and, uh, using the bathroom and, uh, you know, his political opponent mentioned, you know, what's your problem today? You're very grouchy. And uh, he said, this is uh, this is labor 
This is government. Anytime you see something that works, that's efficient and uh, successful, you know, you basically have to tax it to death. Something to that effect. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's government. <laughs> They're going to figure out a way to like bury this thing. And they, you know, all they have to do is shut down all the nodes and that's the end of Bitcoin. There's not that many of them. And, uh, yep. and then it's going to really hurt the natural gas market because, uh, all this nat gas that's stranded that they can't use, they're using to crypto mine. Now this is like, uh, it's yep. an insane world we're living in here. Touch. It's totally freaking insane. Yeah, I mean, somebody, I think it was you actually asked me uh, last uh, last time I was on, what do you think, if they're going to regulate, if they're going to regulate uh, cryptocurrency, you know, what do you think they're going to do? And I said, I think they're going to probably screw it up. Yeah, well, we know that. <laughs> they're going to they're take something beautiful and screw it up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what government does. Uh, that's, uh, that's why it's always supposed to be limited and, uh, you know, kept out of the hands of children and you know, don't do this yep. at home. Yeah. Well, yep. All right. So bear market, how long does it last? Does it yeah. last until the yeah, pivot? So let me tell you what, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what our, what our outlook is. Traders Z and I have had a lot of talks about this and we are entering an inflationary stagflationary type of environment, probably for the next five to 10 years. Um, I mean, it's hard to predict anything out beyond a year these days, but if we look out three to five years, what we would say is that um, if you don't learn how to trade both sides of the market up and down in a range, then and if you just put your money to work in an S&P 500 index fund, you're going to wake up five or 10 years from now. It will not have gone up in value one dollar and you will have seen half of the purchasing power go away because inflation is going to run four to seven percent this whole time. We are not going to get back to 2% inflation. We're running 4 to 7%, and we're going to run pretty hot for a while. And um, that's just the way life is. And everything's going to cost more um, pretty much forever is, is our, our, our role. Here. I mean, it's just, yes, some commodities are going to come down in price, okay? Demand is already being shown to be pulled back on certain things, okay? In fact, everything that a home builder uses to build a home as a commodity is pulling back in value because those guys are done. Mm. They're done building. It's over. The home building yeah. business is, is done. Um, and it may be done for the next three to five years. Now we were short the home building sector two or three months ago. We were early. We didn't stay with it. It just crashed and burned over the last couple of weeks. So we were correct, but we didn't stay short long enough to benefit from it. And typical of real estate and the home builders, um, it always takes longer for that market to adjust its price um, uh, because people just don't let go of the, of the asset if they don't get the price they want. And then eventually, eventually over a year or two years, they're like, shit, my house has been on the market for two years. I got to unload it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so eventually they capitulate, but that market takes a while to come around and reflect sort of the true pricing that's going on. Other markets have already adjusted. We've already seen a crash in technology. The first place that we would go to get long is probably in that space. Um, some of the big SaaS companies, you know, uh, ServiceNow and Atlassian, which is Symbol Team and MDB and uh, some of the Okta and Coop and all these guys. These are 
These are huge, multi-billion dollar market cap, monstrous money-making beasts that nobody even knows about. Everyone wants to talk about Tesla and Apple, and we could we could care less. Yeah, I would much rather be in you know ServiceNow or Atlassian, which nobody knows what those companies are, but they're billions of dollars in revenue. They're embedded into government systems. They're SaaS-oriented. Their margins are sick. Their growth is sick. They have worldwide markets. I mean, these are the new up-and-coming Adobe's of the world and stuff like that. And uh, by the way, we just noticed that, I guess, the chairman of our CEO of DocuSign resigned. Um, and they were, and, you know, Trader Z was asking me, you know, gee, that's kind of a, a big deal. And I said, well, look, you know, if you go to work for a DocuSign as a CEO, that's kind of like going to work for as the number four hitter for the New York Yankees. And if you watch that stock hit pulled back 50, 60%, you get fired. That's just the way that goes. <laughs> yeah, it's like Japan. You know, uh, you know the <laughs> uh, when the corporation blows up, the uh, CEO resigns, whether it's his fault or not. That's right. That's right. So, so DocuSign, uh, Adobe, some of these, at some point when they come from $700 a share to $100 a share or whatever, you know, we've we've gotten rid of the pandemic mountain. I call it the pandemic mountain because that's what the chart looks like. It looks like there's this big mountain chart. Uh, and so that that's been completely eliminated for most of the pandemic uh, favorites. Um, and uh, the DocuSigns and the Zooms and all those. I mean, Zoom's trading at a 16 PE, but that's because they're losing like 3 million people a day or some crazy number <laughs> from Netflix. So um, yeah. I love it when people say, wow, how can you not buy uh, Zoom because it's a 16 PE? I say the same reason I didn't buy Facebook at a 20 PE is because their business is eroding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <laughs> So it's interesting. So those companies you're talking about, you say they're making billions and uh, yeah. embedded, so they're like guaranteed that they don't go down. Just yeah. So for again. example, yeah. Yeah. So I'll give you a great example. So here's a company called Atlassian. It's, a, it's an Australian company. The symbol's T E A M. Team. So here's a company that nobody knows even how to pronounce. They've probably never heard of it, but every single local state federal government agency department slowly but surely is converting all of their sort of computer uh, communication software to what these guys have. And so if you, during a pandemic, the only way to contact say the superior court in Orange County was through email. Well, that email has to be secure, has to be private. Right. But it has to also be it has to also be, you know, embedded forever in life that show that you know people did the right thing at the right time and all that kind of stuff. That's their software. You're communicating across their platform. Now, once you get, you know, Orange County, California, to buy that software and put all their courthouses and all their police departments and fire departments, everybody on that communication platform, they don't leave. That's a that's a 20, 30 year contract that's going to be renewed every year. Um, and you don't have to increase your pricing very much. And so you just go around the world signing up government agencies and departments 
and you're flying underneath everybody's radar. You're not selling this to individuals. You're not trying to get, um, you know, uh, you know, a guy like me to buy your software. I'm just a guy who happens to use it when I need to co- communicate with a government agency now by by electronics. So um, that's the kind of business that can grow 30, 60, 100 percent a year. That's the kind of business that has 80 percent margins and billions and billions in revenue and no one even knows about. Them. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. company. Yeah. And you had a couple others. Yep. Just mention them again, please. Yeah, so another one would be ServiceNow, and the symbol is N-O-W. I was just in Las Vegas, and they had taken over the whole town. Uh, This company is run uh, by a beast of a guy. You know, deep, deep experience and heavy-duty guy. They basically looked around the world and said, there's all this enterprise software residing on enterprises of all types and none of it talks to each other. And so the use of your data and everything that you have inside your enterprise is not being, you know, maximized. And so they basically leapfrogged everybody and they ride on top of all the other enterprise software. And so they become instantly irreplaceable. Right. Um, and provide you with a dashboard that tells you everything that's happening within your enterprise at all levels. So here's another company, you know, with billions in market cap, billions in revenue, growing like crazy, huge margins. Um, the relative strength on the stock has been great. We first picked the stock up, I think, at about... I don't know, a hundred and something dollars a share. It's 458 bucks a share. And it's just a beast. And um, it's just, that's another example. Uh, There are some other ones in the space that are interesting. Uh, MDB, which is Mongo database, the symbols MDB. There's another one, Okta, O-K-T-A is another one. That's the symbol. And there's another one called Coupa, Coupa Software, C-O-U-P. That's the symbol for Coupa. So we actually, I have a screen here where I just track ServiceNow, Atlassian, Team. So I have Now, Team, Okta, MDB, uh, and Coop. And I go, those are my big five. And if I want to know what's going on in SaaS land, those five stocks are going to tell me, and they're the ones that are going to be the next monster beasts that you wake up and go, geez, the, that thing's as big as Microsoft, or that thing is the next Microsoft, wow. or the next, uh, or the next Adobe. All right. Well, hey, we got four stocks there, five stocks. Watch yep. them out there. Uh, really appreciate you coming on, Dutch, telling us your perspective because there's a lot of Thanks. noise out there. Hey, if you got a question yep. for Dutch, you can always shoot me an email, kl at kerryletz.com. Make sure you go over to financialsurvivalnetwork.com. And in the show notes to this interview, there's a link to carnivoretrading.com. So you can get right over there and start. Get your free trial subscription. And uh, while you're there, sign up for a free newsletter. Dutch, always a pleasure. Always thought-provoking and insightful. We'll definitely be talking to you again soon. Thanks, Carrie. Good talking to you. 
Thanks for listening to Carrie Lutz's Financial Survival Network, your solution to today's trying times. For the latest, go to FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com. Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.